Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey. We're looking still at the 16th of June 1984 issue of Roy of the Rovers, which cost 22 pence. In Australia, it was 60 cents. In New Zealand, it was only 55 cents. In Malaysia, it was $1.45. Now, why Malaysia is on the front cover? What makes them special but above anywhere else? I do not know, but there it is. And we did the front cover and the beginning of the story last time, but we kind of ran out of time because uh, we get sidetracked. Uh, so what's going to happen is... Um, just at the end last time, uh, a TV interviewer after Rovers had won the Cup said to Roy, uh, Roy, it's been a long, hard and controversial season for you. You and your players must be looking forward to a complete break from football. A holiday in the sun. To which Roy says, holiday? You must be joking. I imagine the players at this point went, oh, fuck, what we're doing oh, now? God, what's he got? Not Gagging for a fucking holiday. We thought once he'd gone to Walford, that'd be the end of all They're this just shit. Like, I tell what's you he what, got planned? they're going to each other. If he fucking has signed us up for another cricket tournament, that is it. I'm walking. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'll tell him to cancel my contract. I'll buy myself out of it. Last, I'm, on, I'm on the foot of the PFA. Yeah. Fuck. He can't, on the make, foot a, of he can't make us stay again for another cricket tournament where we all get injured by those aggressive <laughs> Australians, right? And we don't get a holiday and he doesn't pay us. Plus... We didn't get paid. He he pocketed a load of money from it. He he said it was for charity, but he ended up working it so he kept it. I'm just not doing that. I heard what you said and you fucking are. (laughs) Whatever it is, you're doing it. I haven't even said what it is yet. You might like it. You don't know. (laughs) I'm right, Roy. You always make us do things we hate. (laughs) We never like it. Come on, cheer up, misery gots. <laughs> hey, I have one, one of these tablets. <laughs> he says, we're going after another trophy now. Oh, God. The Brit Air Indoor Six-A-Side Soccer Championship. Snappy title. Uh, starting next Wednesday. Oh, God. Um, but like we were saying last time, the Soccer Sixes, as it was called then, was just a smashing highlight of the Better season. Better than 11 aside, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, um, and the following Wednesday, they are in some <laughs> indoor sports arena somewhere. Melchester uh, fans there, all with their banners and and what what not. Rovers, Rovers. Um, 
commentator says, It's like Wembley all over again. This splendid indoor arena is packed with Manchester supporters. Ten teams have entered the competition, but for some reason the arena is packed with Manchester supporters. <laughs> the other nine teams are not represented at all. Because that's how the world works. There are ten teams and they will play off in two groups of four. Now, hang on a minute. Two groups of four. Ten teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Checks uh, out. It, Rovers have by far the hardest group, obviously. Uh, the top two teams in each group will go through to the semi-finals. There's no explanation for the ninth and tenth team here. I don't know why they're there. Um, am I missing something here? I I don't understand why it's four aside for starters. Because you six, six aside, six aside. Yeah, yeah, but there's four teams in each group. Uh, there's ten teams in the sorry. tournament. Yeah, when they said two groups of four, I thought I I thought what four players? Oh, two teams of four. Mm. Yeah. Um, that somebody will probably write in to the Roy Race talking in a couple of weeks mm. and he'll fucking shoot them down. So anyway, um, here come Melchester and their opponents. Hooray! And we couldn't have picked a better game for our curtain raiser. Carford are traditional <laughs> who, rivals, aren't they? Who has ever said that curtain in razor. person using their voice at a football match? You know when the it's fixtures the curtain come out. You know when they announce the fixtures for the new season. You will yeah. sometimes speak to your mate or WhatsApp him, won't you? Or it might be your son these mm. days, and you go, "Oh, fixtures are out." And yeah. you do want to know what the first game is, but do you ever go, "Oh, are they? Who have we got in the curtain raiser?" The yeah. Who are we raising the curtain with this time? So your son goes, the season's curtain. Dad, the, the fixtures are out. And you go, oh, great. Who's helping us raise the curtain? Long pause at the <laughs> other end of the phone. What did you say? Who's the curtain raiser? Who are our opponents in the curtain raiser? Dad, Who will be joining us pulling the ropes on Dad, the curtain? Are you feeling all right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you drunk some of that paint thinner again by mistake? <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Oh, you'll just, oh, you'll just, you'll just message him and just say the fixtures are out, and you reply, curtain raiser? Question mark. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what, Dad? Shut up, Dad. You're scaring me. <laughs> but yeah, but of course the tabloids will just use curtain raiser. Of course, Carte yeah. Blanche. And maybe even Sky Sports News will. I'm not sure. I think they probably would. Let them, you know, uh, I'm all for plain English, but at the same time, I think I'd miss some of these phrases if they disappeared completely. Yeah. Yeah. But let's not pretend that real people use no, them let's in not every pretend scenario. That this is a normal part of everyday dialogue. <laughs> this geezer who's playing for Carford City in the next caption looks almost mm. precisely like Archie Buchanan. He does. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen of him. You've yeah. seen pictures of... Oh, well, you see, I only own one picture of Archie Buchanan. But, yeah, yeah. this is what uh, he looked like. Although his hair was slightly bigger, Archie's. But what we're talking about is a sort of a, a slim man with uh, curly, dark hair and a dark moustache. Um, but Archie's hair was slightly more uh, bulbous. Um, but this yeah. guy looks like a, a, a cross between Sooness and McDermott. Yeah, which was basically Archie's vibe. Archie's yeah. vibe. So uh, 
So uh, we couldn't have picked a better game for our curtain raiser, Melchester versus Carford City. Um, so yeah, Carford. One of the players drew an excited buzz from the crowd, uh, and this is the player indeed, Carl Hunt. Hmm. Now that's just shorthand for cunt, isn't it? Well, you know, let's not beat around the bush yeah. here. Very Carl difficult, Hunt. very difficult name to say if you're a broadcaster. Sort of name that even the likes of Steve Ryder would read and think, this is going to be a challenge. <laughs> this is a minefield for the Ryder. Yeah. This is a challenge. I'm going to concentrate very hard when this it comes is, to this. I'm going to have to call upon all of my powers as a broadcaster <laughs> to not say the word cunt. <laughs> I spend an increasing number of my hours trying to uh, perfect some of the foreign names that come over here, but this one this is a curveball. Couldn't be more plain like English. And yet it, it represents yet, a colossal banana skin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sort Carl of thing that Hunt. even even the elite, your, your, your riders, your Elton Wellsby's, are going to look at with complete trepidation. <laughs> I'm going to practice by staying up all night saying Carl Hunt over and over again in the mirror of myself. <laughs> Fuck! Are you coming to bed, darling? No, I'm not. No! Not until I have mastered this cunt's name. <laughs> Bring me another coffee. That's going to be an all-nighter. You've woken up the dog uh, and the children. Well, they should fucking understand that what daddy does takes a lot of fucking effort. Is it, is it another name from Yugoslavia you need to learn? No, it's just Carl fucking Hunt! <laughs> How hard can it be? Well, quite. You've got no fucking idea what my job involves. <laughs> you've always re- you've always reacted snootily just because your father wanted me to go into accountancy. Well, that's not this me. Is like ver- this is like verbal bomb disposal. If I cut the wrong wire, we're all dead. <laughs> oh, but your dad... Your your father, who you put on a fucking pedestal, thought I should have gone into fucking accountancy. Well, I've told you before, and I'll tell you again. I'm not a man of numbers. I'm a man of poetry. <laughs> uh, so there's the fans, and they said, Carl Hunt, I'm a bit surprised Carford included him in their squad. I, I. <laughs> yeah, with a name like this, that. <laughs> There's been a rumour he hasn't been the same player since the Anderson incident. Sounds like a good name for a film. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. It's a film from the, the 70s Anderson with Lee incident. Marvin in it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lee Marvin yeah. playing a hitman, a reluctant Lee, Lee hitman. Marvin, a character that goes around wearing leather gloves yeah. all the time. <laughs> uh, the Anderson incident. Warner Brothers. Really? Uh, X. Really weird electronic jazz music opening title sequence that lasts for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we just we just watch Lee Marvin's character going about his business, <laughs> yeah. like having his breakfast or something in his yeah. flat. <laughs> you just see more and more titles come up in really like fucking elaborate jazz typeface. <laughs> this is going to be the Mandela effect thing. People are now going to think they've seen a film called The Anderson Incident. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it online. We might write it up and put it on the turbo. Yeah. Uh, We won't, obviously. (laughs) The Anderson incident, uh, and uh, what's he called? Carl Hunt is warming up, hitting a couple of shots past the keeper into the very small goal. 
Look at the little goal. Uh, he looks all right to me. It's no wonder the city fans call him the hunter. Not the cunt. Uh, kick off. If he's got a player to mark, he'll track him around the park like a hunter stalks his prey. <laughs> fucking hell. He sounds like a fucking cunt. Hence the name. And now he's stalking Rob Richards. And indeed he is. Rob Richards is there wearing the number five shirt in this six-a-side tournament. And, um, but Hunt goes in on Richards and just, you know, it's pathetic. Richards just dances past him and he, Hunt goes, uh, uh. <laughs> Good grief, I've never seen the Hunter make such a half-hearted tackle. He must have slipped. The Hunter's... Beca- I'll tell you what, in a minute, the Hunter's going to become the fucking haunted. <laughs> Mind you, I would have liked to have seen him fucking break that cunt's knee. <laughs> Get him out of my fucking hair. <laughs> would have done me a favour. I should have slipped a couple hundred quid. <laughs> Got a job for you, Carl. <laughs> I can't be doing with that cunt for another season. Take him out of circulation. Yeah. You know what I mean. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, it says, but Roy had other ideas. And Roy thinks, Carl didn't slip. For some reason, the greatest midfield player in the country just didn't want to know. Mm. Wow. What is this all about? I've this got a feeling. I've got a feeling that he's unhappy. And he might end up at Melchester next year. God, that would be great. That's they just seem what to they suddenly need, be setting their focus on him, like yeah. quite squarely. So I've just got a little feeling. Roy's thinking he's just referred to him as the greatest midfielder in the country. I'm thinking he, there's got to be a gap in central midfield anyway. I, I can't even think who plays in central midfield for Melchester. No, who knows what any of their Blackie. positions are? Yeah. It's just a void. Black kind of does, doesn't he? He's like an attacking midfielder. Mm. He gets a lot oh, of assists. Blackie. There seems to be about six wingers in the team. Yeah. And the only one who do, the only um, ones who defend are, uh, are Vic Naylor and Duncan Mackay. And uh, Vic Guthrie. Oh, yeah, sorry. So there's Vic, about five Vic defenders. Guthrie. I said Naylor. No, wingers. I meant Vic Guthrie. I meant Vic Guthrie. He's a centre-back. Yeah, Guthrie, Mackay, Noel Baxter... Um, well, well, yeah, maybe this is just what they need. Uh, so it says next week, the hunter versus the super brat. See what happens. So it took us a, an episode and a half to get through that, but it says marks out a 10. Uh, I'll give it a nine. Uh, a yeah, weird. nine for me. I was thrilled by the six aside tournament suddenly appearing. Yeah. So we'll move on straight away to the 23rd of June. 1984, which I have in my right hand. Um, The centre spread sign please player is advertised on the front cover. It's a Leicester player. A Leicester player um, whose name I found curious at the time, Mm. but enjoyable. It was Steve Linex. Linex sounds like it could be. Is Linex uh, if it was called my bluff you'd go, is it A, a type of domestic wildcat? found yeah. mostly in Scotland <clears throat> is it B um, uh, a vehicle insurance firm based yeah. in the West Midlands or yeah. is it C a new type of super absorbent kitchen roll being heavily advertised right. on ITV I was going to say uh, heat resistant glassware Yeah, <laughs> also for use in the kitchen 
Pyrex. Great, great for your casseroles. Um, yeah, also great, great for drinking a cup of tea from if you get a Linex yeah. cup. <clears throat> Plus, as well, when you're of that age, it also reminds you slightly of the uh, the forbidden word sex. Yeah, doesn't it? S Linex. Steve Linex S- sounds like he could be a character on one of down. those on a show that was written and produced by what's his name? Um, hmm. Who's our our, our uh, Glenn A. Larson? Steve, Larson, Steve, yeah. Linex Steve Linex was an elite was an elite yeah. pilot in Vietnam until his plane was shut down over Saigon. Presumed dead, he 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 lived in underground tunnels in Southeast Asia for the next eighteen years before re-emerging <laughs> as the Linex, a the super Linex. soldier and gun for hire. Yeah. Who has a special fast <laughs> car and the car can turn into an animal as well. And so can he. And he can do karate as well and has a bionic eye. Was was Manimal was Glennie Larson, wasn't it? I yeah, think we've touched upon it before. Pretty sure we need to look at Manimal at some point. Yeah. Um but yeah, I said that Steve Linex the name suggested sex, but if you look at him, the only kind of sex that Steve Linex would be involved in would be kind of really unsavoury, unsettling. In a caravan. Um, slightly wrong kind of sex, isn't it? <laughs> Steve Linex's caravan, great indie band out of Leeds in the 80s. <laughs> anyway, let's not dwell on Steve Linex. Uh, it's 23rd of June, 1984. Following their FA Cup final of victory, Melchester Rovers were playing Carford City in a six-a-side tournament and Roy Race was sharing the limelight with Carl Hunt, City's brilliant midfield dynamo. But Hunt made little impression on Rob Richards. And uh, Hunt is on his arse as Richards dances away from him. Well, I'll be! Young Rob just skated past him. The hunter must have slipped. Of course, Roy Roy Riss suggests that he didn't slip and that he's just his heart wasn't in it. Uh, minutes later, Richards opened the scoring for Melchester into the tiny goal. Um, Hooray! Old Carl will make them pay for that, you'll see, <laughs> say, the, say the Carford fans. Well, seemingly not, because whatever he was, he's not anymore. He's a busted flush. And uh, he's lost his spark. We'll he's out. lost his spark. He's, he's lost his mojo. Yeah. I tell you what, they used Hunt to call him spunkless. a dynamo. Now he's a spunkless wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Hunt, the spunkless wonder. That's what they're calling him. <laughs> I'll get up there and whisper that in his in his ear. I saw. I saw a. Um, I saw a cover from the nineties, like probably about ninety six, ninety seven. It must have been this morning of shoot magazine right right uh it was someone had shared it on twitter or something and it on the cover it had a picture of janino and Gianfranco zola who were both lighting up the premier league at the time yeah and so i got i got all the feels all the euro 96 feels from it and do you know what the main headline was across them they were the main cover image and it said the magical midgets <laughs> and this was the mid 90s which i thought by that stage all those sort of jokes about political incorrectness are usually like yeah. 70s maybe a bit yeah. 80s but not the 90s magical oh, midgets you can't that, call them that that the, yeah that word was pretty much still in circulation around in the 90s yeah i think it's only about the last 10 years that that's yeah i mean midgets. Away. i've said midgets 
like you know of course in the past maybe yeah maybe i'm just thinking too much my 2023 head on that it's now been outlawed rightly so uh and it was it was just surprising to see it splashed on the shoot magazine well we were watching we were watching the eurovision what about we call them the fantastic freaks because they do look like freaks don't they Uh, from that film freaks I'm, Tom I'm, Browning's freaks, they uh, look like they're from that. Boss, I'm not sure we can call them freaks. Why not? They are freaks. Well, Tiny freaks? They're like circus. Okay, why don't we call them the great grotesques? Because look at them. Let's be honest, they are grotesque little men. I mean, Jean Fragozola, shave his head, and he is the fucking dungeon master from that cartoon, isn't he? He's a grotesque. <laughs> don't get me wrong, great little player. Grotesque, though. You, he could fit right in in a circus. Put that. No, we're going to go for magical midgets. Yeah, all right, fine. That sounds good. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah, we were watching the Eurovision last week. Me and my daughter, the, the, one of the countries had one as part of their makeup. I think it was Moldova mm. had one. Mm. Uh, and she said, it's a midget. And I said, you can't say that anymore. Okay, and she's Moldova. really politically correct. Yeah. She's really politically correct. And she said, she said, what? She said, no, you can't. It's little people now. She says, that's even worse. What about dwarf? That's patronising. What about dwarf? I think you can only say dwarf within the context of a pantomime. I don't think you can say They're it right. on a day-to-day basis. I thought well, dwarf Well, they still was... have it in the pantomime title, don't they? I thought dwarf was uh, all right. Well, if we've got One of any... my favourite favorite ever um, memories was when Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was on at the Sunland Empire. Oh, yeah. And me and my mate Phil used to go drinking in the Dun Cow pub that's next door to the Empire Theatre. Yeah. After this, after it finished, because the dwarfs would invariably come in. Oh yeah. And uh, raise hell. Did they? With their uh, their alcoholic An- antics. Their antics. They could put it away. Yeah. Oh, there was one time I was stood at the bar and next to me, waiting for a drink and looking really miserable, just staring down at the bar. Yeah. Was one of the stars of the show, Ant McPartland. What Pre- from Ant and Deck? Ant. From Ant and Deck. This is when he was still PG and Duncan. Right. Great. And he was getting a pint in, and 10 feet up the bar, the, the fucking dwarfs were all clambering about on stools and frolicking and everything. And I just thought, this, this is not going to get any better than this. <laughs> that is. If I ever become an artist, I, that's yeah. something that I'll, I'll, I'll render on the canvas. I would have considered throwing thing. myself off a building after that evening in the spirit yeah. of it's never going to get better than this. It's never going to get any better. And Ant that fella- at the pub. Yeah, that fella Jim will paint it on Twitter. Yeah. People just say, hey, paint this, you cunt, and he does. Yeah, he does it, For some yeah. reason. It will be one of them, I think. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Did you see that clip of Ant McPartland at the um, coronation ceremony? 
Like, I didn't know. It, it was like someone's done, you know, like they did that time to Michael Gove and they did it to George, George Osborne, where you sort of like focus in on one individual's face and it looks like they're, I think the kids call it rushing off their tits. R- refreshed. <laughs> and Partland is like yeah. that. And he's fuck. I mean, I love the bloke. Obviously, he's a fucking legend. Uh, they both are. <laughs> And he's just sat there and everyone else is chatting and schmoozing and he's just staring into space and he's going between having this massive manic smile and then it immediately goes to a really sad frown. And then a massive manic smile and then a really sad frown over and over again. (laughs) Like he's practising in front of a mirror. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, So, yeah, uh, where are we getting that? Midgets, I don't know how that came about, but... uh... Yeah, as Roy watched City kick off again, Roy thinks the fans could be right, but I'm not so sure. For a start, I don't think that Hunt slipped. He seemed to hesitate just before he tackled Rob. Roy's got his detective hat on here. Mm. He thinks there's something mysterious going on, and um, Carl Hunter, Carl Hunter rather, has the ball at his feet. Uh, now, Carl, hit it! with seven or eight eyes in the word it from the Carford fans and indeed he does and it says even Roy was startled by the sheer power of Hunt's shot Roy Roy's head spins you can see the lines of motion as it spins it's like um, Saturn's rings almost it's gone uh, wow Roy thinks uh, Roy was startled, and so was Walter Williams, and it's gone straight in the back of the net, the tiny net. Uh, it's in one each. Here's a phrase: Walter didn't even smell it. <laughs> Look at Walter, how shit he is in goal, though. He just puts his arms out like he's pretending to be like a child pretending to be an aeroplane. This position he, is terrible. He isn't looks it? like Jesus yeah. on the cross. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, uh, but I generally goal. don't trust a keeper in tracksuit bottoms either. Well, they are too then, didn't they? Because there was it was uh, AstroTurf. Still. AstroTurf would burn the skin off your body well, if you dived about on it That's part then. of the job. That's part of the, yeah, part of the peril. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what a goal. Oh, here it comes. No wonder his name has been linked with Melchester. Uh. There it is. There it is. Hunt has rejected his new contract, so he's open to offers. Fucking knew it. Get a load of him. Um, In the second half, Hunt's speed and power continue to to carry the fight. I will leave that thought with you. Now watch me score this goal (laughs) past your pathetic young wisp of a goalkeeper. Smash! (laughs) (laughs) There. That's worth an extra £30 a week, I think you'll find. Good. Good that that young whippersnapper got out the way of the ball, because if he had stood in front of it, it would have taken off his cock balls and arsehole. <laughs> and rearranged them and replaced them. <laughs> I've done it before, I. <laughs> his arsehole would be on his front. <laughs> his balls would be where his arsehole is now, uh-huh. and his cock would just hang down like a useless ornament. No one wants to see that, Roy. No one. He would be shitting out of his front standing up. Well, well actually, you're wrong, because I would pay to see that. <laughs> so next time, let's hope it happens. 
The only thing that would be better would have be been if it was a fucking midget doing it. <laughs> Carl, I am thinking of signing you, but let me ask you something. How morally flexible do you perceive yourself to be on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> when you join Melchester, you join more than a football club. You join the Roy Race. Association. You join a family, an association, a brotherhood. And it's a brotherhood in which I'm very much first amongst equals. Or what I like to say, first among completely unequals. I'm the gaffer. <laughs> there are various things I will call upon you to what? do that are not strictly football related. <laughs> to that I say, Roy, what are morals? Uh, great. <laughs> this is music Sorry, to yeah. my fucking ears, Hunty. <laughs> Uh, in the second half, Hunt's speed and power continued to carry the fight to Melchester. Uh, he's playing a different kind of game tonight. Aye, more skill and less physical contact. Shows how versatile he is. Oh, he's definitely signing for Melchester, this fucker. Yeah. Uh, then, as Vic Guthrie broke up yet another Carford attack... Uh, here comes Carl. It's the super brat versus the hunter. This is a good line. They'll hear the impact on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. What? Oof, says Hunt. Um, what the? Guthrie just seemed to brush him aside. And then Guthrie plays it across to the left to Roy. He puts it into an open goal because it seems the Carford goalkeeper is as clueless in six-a-side format as uh, Walter Williams was. Uh, and he found Roy. It's there. 2-1 to Melchester. Hooray! Uh, full-time arrived a few seconds later. Um, and one of Carford's <laughs> players comes over and says, Are you OK, Carl? Got two left feet tonight, eh? Though if, if Carl Hunt is the player we think he is, he should kick that fucking mm. player's head in for that comment. Careful how you speak to me, or you will end up with an asshole where your ears used to be. I will liquidise you, humanly. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm saying it. <laughs> uh, yes, must be these uh, new boots I'm breaking in. Yeah, OK. But the City fans were happy enough with Hunt's performance. If it wasn't for the Hunter, City would have been thrashed. Apart from a couple of mistakes, he was brilliant. <laughs> Oh, one mistake gave away the winning goal, but okay. Roy kept a close eye on Hunt as he hurried from the stadium. Uh, Hello, says Roy. Looks like he's heading for the telephone. And he is indeed. He's heading for the telephone attached to the wall, and it's got one of those 1980s modern-style see-through plastic covers over where you would... You just stand... Like a hairdryer Mm. in a hairdresser's... That you that you would have all those things. I think we looked like into a, buying like some a, once. It's like a little helmet. Yeah, that you step into. It's a nana helmet. Beautiful. It's just yeah. for nanas. Very modern. And indeed, he is. Hunt is on his way to make a phone call. It says Roy was right. I mean, Roy was right because yes, he has walked over towards the telephone. There's no major dedu- deduction gone on there. <laughs> and uh, but Hunt. <laughs> I need two women, 45 minutes maximum. <laughs> two different ethnicities. I don't mind I need, which. I need one, one from Europe and one from South America. Yeah, they have to be different skin pigmentation. It's essential. <laughs> for, yeah, 
You'll, it doesn't matter what? why. It just is essential to my needs. What? What? No, no, they must not speak English at all. <laughs> no English. No English. That's, that is a deal breaker. <laughs> Enough questions. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> Roy's in the background again. I like this bloke. I like this bloke. Like, like, he knows sorry, his then. own mind, and I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hustler. He knows, he, he's a man who can make he, things happen. He executes plans. He knows, plans. <laughs> he knows yeah. how to pick up the phone and get people fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> he's not one uh, of these cunts the who sits round indulging in idle chat and dreaming. He's a doer. <laughs> he's proactive. <laughs> um, he's not a fucking gardener like Nat Gosden. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> He's not a fucking eater like Toby Morgan. Morton. <laughs> so he's on the phone and he says, Are you sure there's been no change in his progress? No change at all. Ah, uh, no, it's all right. Just say a friend called. <laughs> oh, mysterious. This is almost something from the Anderson incident film with Lee Marvin. Uh, Roy, Roy looks on pensively as. Uh, Hunt walks away, his face serious. Uh, whoever he was calling and whatever he was told, it seemed like pretty bad news. <laughs> Continued later in this issue, will we find out more? Where is it? There we are, fourth page of four for this story. Uh, ben Galloway, the club's general manager, was waiting for Roy in the Melchester dressing room. Come fucking square-headed Ben Galloway fucking hell again. I thought he'd I uh, thought he'd oh, we haven't seen Galloway in fucking ages I thought he'd done the off he comes and goes yeah. doesn't he it was Sam Barlow who was the one oh who yeah he got the up with Roy and just quit S- didn't he steam came out of his oh, ears well, I'm fucking going fuck this I'm going back to my sausages <laughs> yeah I don't need sausages these don't talk back to the me the thing about being a butcher is meat doesn't talk back to you it doesn't. De- it doesn't make demands about wages or rights or any of that other lefty bollocks. It just sits there and until it's sold, and then it gets eaten. Wait and that's eaten. it. It's a very straightforward <laughs> business. I came into football thinking I could treat players like cuts of meat, but it turned out to be a lot more complicated than that. And I've always said <laughs> the biggest flaw in the human body is the brain. <laughs> Without a brain, we'd just be like cuts of meat. The simple life. <laughs> um, of course, so in ben France, Galloway. the butchers do sell brains. It's illegal here, and rightly so. <laughs> ben Galloway says, good start of the tournament, Roy. But what about Carl Hunt? Really impressive, wasn't he? What, you mean, was he? Yeah. Uh, he uh, certainly caused us some problems, Ben. It caused some problems <laughs> in Europe, too. With hunting our squad, I'm sure we'd stand a great chance of lifting the European Cup Winners' Cup next season. <laughs> also, Mel- Melchester mustn't have qualified. Well, the, the, only the top team qualified. They won the cup. Yeah, the that was, no, in those days, just League, the FA it? Cup winner went in the Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. And UEFA um, Cup was if you finish second and third. Second, and the European third, Cup fourth. was just if you finish first. It was neater, cleaner, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It truly was a Champions League, yeah. but without being a league. Um, and there's no seeding. They just got drawn out of the hat. So you could just have, like, Real Madrid versus Juventus in the first fucking round. Bang! 
That was. I remember Liverpool Aberdeen once in the first round. Oh, get on with it, Alex Incredible. Ferguson's Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, what about it, Roy? I think Hunt would jump at the chance to join Belchester, and the money is there. All you've got to do is give the directors the nod. Mm. Are you prepared to nod right now, Roy? I will not nod. I will not nod at this point in time, Ben. I know, Ben. I know, he says. Later, as Roy left the stadium with Blackie Gray. Oh, they're both off to the discotheque. Look at them. Fucking hell. Look at Roy's jacket and his V-neck T-shirt underneath. Um, Come on, Blackie. Get your drug clothes on. We're going dancing. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to dance till 9am. Blackie, they're doing a few autographs for the fans there. They've probably just uh, popped their pills now. Pop them now. Come up in about 20 minutes. By the time we're at Cinderella's, <laughs> we should just be coming up nicely. <laughs> Blackie says, Just imagine Hunt playing behind our forwards, Roy. You've always been a keen admirer of him yourself. Shut up, Blackie. You're killing me, boss. <laughs> Stop talking about fucking football. <laughs> Sick of it. Don't even like football. I like boxing, he says, but most other sports, no. I've invented various sports in my head that I prefer, but they don't exist yet, so I just have to imagine them. <laughs> There's one called Paddleminton. It's kind of like badminton, but you have, like, paddle boards that are strapped to your arms. There's another one called... Work in progress. There's another one called uh, horse fighting, which is, I mean, it is what it says. It's just you get horses to fight one another. It's really another. simple. You have to train them. Harder than you think. <laughs> you have to train them uh, uh, to fight on their hind legs because that's what makes it good. Oh. But then you have to antagonise them into rage as well. I do that by uh, wrapping an elastic band around their uh, impressive penises <laughs> and snapping it. And that, that'll fucking get them going. <laughs> All right, right. I see. <laughs> I will eventually Looks make like these sports a reality and sell television rights to the Americans. But until that day arrives, I will simply get by by imagining them as I drift off to sleep. So, uh, if you do me a favour, keep it under your hat, Blackie. <laughs> I can't throw anything for you, Roy. <laughs> Don't Roy tell says, your cousins. Can't... You know what they're like. They're thieves. No offence, but they are. <laughs> I'm not saying that's a generalisation about that entire city, but... No, but it is about your your family, the Greys. Specifically. They're they're not good people. They steal intellectual (laughs) property all the time. One of them apparently (laughs) stole some intellectual property off of Tom O'Connor and now has a hit put out (laughs) on him. It was for a game show. Crosswits. (laughs) (laughs) Was Tom O'Connor Crosswits? He was, yes. <laughs> yeah, one of your cousins tried to sneak the idea of Crosswits and sell it uh, sell it to an Irish television channel. But uh, O'Connor found out, and now there is big trouble on the horizon for the Greys. Oh, they're on the run. <laughs> New identities a lot. Do not cross Tom O'Connor within the city walls of Liverpool. <laughs> Uh, Roy says Carlin is the greatest midfield player in the country Blackie or at least he was and as they get into Roy's Roymobile Blackie says what's that supposed to mean why you even said Charlie Watson our chief scout 
In case nobody knows who Charlie Watson is. I don't know who Charlie Watson is. Uh, to watch him when Carford played Burn Dean last year. That's a very specific remembering mm. from Blackie. Uh, that's the match in which Dean's Les Anderson was injured, says Roy. I'll never forget it, Blackie. Yes, we're, we're being signposted the uh, the plot here, I think. Mm. And neither will Carl Hunt. That's why he played like he did tonight. I'm certain of it. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? Uh, I think I'm coming up, Roy. <laughs> I can't actually make out any of the words you're saying. Oh, I've got an... Roy, Roy. I've got an erection. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the tablet. That's supposed to happen. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't read anything into it. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. Put it that way. Uh, and uh, Roy says, as he always did, Charlie Watson made a video of the game so I could study it later. And now we're going to watch it again. <laughs> then, my old mate, maybe you'll see what I mean. Look at Blackie's face. <laughs> look at Blackie's face. Oh, I've never seen him looking like this. Look at Cinderella's. <laughs> we can't watch it now. I thought we were going dancing. I don't want to watch a television program of, of, of Roy Hunt, Charlie Hunt, Carl, Carl Hunt. It's fucking Carl Hunt. We're going to go watch him on a video. I don't bother. The tablet. The tablet has had an effect that I wasn't predicting, but all I want to do now <laughs> is watch videos of Carl Hunt until the sun comes oh, up. Oh, we'll pick up some chips on the way. I'm not ugly. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some anyway in case Penny and the kids need, need appeasing. Uh, what a. <laughs> What about my erection, Roy? <laughs> what if your penny sees it and takes offence? Well, you put a scatter cushion on your lap like anyone else does in that position. Have you got scatter cushions? Right, of course others. I've got scatter cushions. I've got them coming out of my fucking ass. The wife can't stop buying them. She's a fucking lunatic. I've told you, you're addicted to those things. You're scattering cushions. There's, two, there's more cushions than there is sofa space. Ah, oh, God. Uh, she made a fucking nest out of them in the corner of the room. Some nights I sleep there. If I've been, uh, you know, out. Um, that's that's it then. So, yeah, Blackie does look stunned. And it's hard to tell who's holding the steering wheel there between the two of them. Right. Uh, this is my favourite ever well. illustration of Blackie. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you could uh, you could blank out the speech bubble there and put anything in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a t-shirt of it. <laughs> Next week, someone must have used it and erased the Carford City match. Oh, that's going to be the video tip. Someone's taped that. Right, someone's taped over your Carl Hunt video with a mocky movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll watch that instead. Oh bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of Paco Diaz's. You know the ones with the arse that he used to bring over from Spain and make us watch in his garage? <laughs> yeah, he still sends me those once in a while. Sometimes customs pick up on them and they don't actually make it all the way to my rig. But uh, once in a while, one gets oh, slips no. through the net. Someone's taped over the porn film with an episode of Cat's Eyes with Jill Gascoigne. That's fine, we'll watch that instead. In a, oh, in a way, that's better than porn. Oh, no, we were five minutes in and suddenly it went fuzzy and the next thing I know, we were watching the Everly Brothers live in concert. <laughs> <laughs> but the they're Everly really Brothers. old and weird. I thought they were estranged. <laughs> no, they got back together. 
<laughs> well, you can see there's still tension between them on stage by their body language. <laughs> Fucking hell, we're going to have to watch this then, aren't we? I hope they do Kathy's Cloud. That's the only one I like. Gossam <laughs> will write one of their favourites. Oh, they'll probably end with it's it, one right? Of the biggest well, get the fucking remote. I can't sit through all the other bollocks. If they don't do Kathy's Cloud, that Albert all crowds are going to go out feeling short changed, right? <laughs> Okay, now, uh, one minute you think you're going out to disco to take some tablets and pick up some fanny, the next minute you're sat here with a fucking deranged scouser watching the Everly Brothers reunion gig on a badly taped fucking Betamax. With a bag of cold chips in your lap. (laughs) Life's full of surprises. Life's full of surprises, Blackie, I'll tell you that. Oh, so glad to be alive, Blackie. Life's good. <laughs> All part of life's rich tapestry, isn't it? Sure is right. <laughs> um, so, 10 out of 10 for that? 10, easily, yeah. 10 out of 10 for that one. And we'll find out what happens when they sit down to watch the video together next week. <laughs> um, thanks very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.